All right. Good morning, Jamie. Good morning. All right. Guess what? What? I had a dream about this podcast <gasps> last night. What was it? <laughs> I don't, I can't tell you the details really, but we were filming, we were recording the podcast. Because it's confidential of, or what? No, no, no. Because I can't remember. <laughs> I, I should have written down more details right when I woke up. Yeah. But it, we were filming in front of like a live studio audience and there were people like reacting to it and stuff. Yeah. So it was a, a little bit of a premonition. Was that a vision? Was that a, was a vision, vision that you had? Not just gonna, a dream? We're going to go on tour <laughs> at some point. That's Piper's philosophy. I don't know where she heard it, but often she's given me some facts. And when I go to check them, they're actually true. Her philosophy is if you have a dream that you remember, it's a message. If you have a dream and you're like, oh, I know I had weird dreams last night, but I don't know what it is, then that's nothing. But yeah. if you actually recall the dream, so who knows? This, and you, you fact check that. You fact check Piper. I did that. not fact check, fact check that that uh, comment of hers, but I have fact checked other things. Okay. And she's been correct, and I'm like, I don't know. It's, okay. So it's speaking of speaking of Piper, um, mm -hmm. I saw she was in the hospital last week. Is everything okay? Well, okay. So do you remember uh, when she purchased crutches? Yeah. For, okay, right. So what happened was she, we were at a friend's house last weekend. She did a little tumble off of a bar stool and bumped into the, like, the bar that you set your feet on. Um, it's metal. And so during the like friend's party, she cried enough that she asked to go home. So it was, it was a little injury. Um, on her ankle. And then I just thought this kid is looking for an excuse to use her crutches. Like she is actually so committed to having some sort of need to use the crutches that she's using this injury. And so that was Sunday, Sunday night. She's like limping around using the crutches at home Monday morning. She's getting ready for school and she's got the crutches in tow, ready to go. Wow. And I'm like, you can't, you, you go up and down flights of stairs to your classroom. Like it's such a distraction. Please do not take the crutches to school. I'm like begging her, please just, I'm, I'm thinking it's all a ruse. Like this is just, she's just milking it so that she can actually take the crutches to school. And I tell her, I convince her to leave the crutches at home. I tell her, you can have the nurse call me if it's really bothering you and I will take you to the doctor. And so sure enough, the nurse calls me like middle of the day and she goes, I just want to give you a heads up. Piper was in here complaining about her ankle. I gave her some ice. And um, I'm like, gosh, dang it. Because here's the thing that you, you, if you ever become a father, will experience. You don't know 50% of the time whether your kids have broken something or yeah. they're faking it. Like it's yeah. just, it's, and it's, that goes for broken sickness, other things. Like you're just like, I can't tell because they will fool you. They are incredible actors and they can trick you really, really well. So um, I often think my children are faking it and I'm like, there's no way. But I had this like thought of what if it is actually hurt? And I am like that mean mom who's like, you're going to walk just fine. And it's been broken for a month. So um, I ended up taking her to like an urgent care. And I, I mean, the sweetest doctor comes in, gets on her knees, talks to Piper about the injury. And she's just like, I am so sorry this happened to you. And I'm a little bit like, ma'am, can you just, <laughs> can you not? You're like feeding into the problem. Um, and they did an x-ray and there was nothing wrong. They did say it is definitely swollen. And so she was like, what we could do is get a brace or a boot. And as soon as she said a boot, Piper was like, yes, I need a boot. Oh my <laughs> like, gosh. You don't, you don't need a boot. You need some, some therapy is what you might need. <laughs> 
Um, but no, I, and so anyways, we laid off of it for, you know, the next week. I, she never took her crutches to school. Um, and it was fine, but I'm just like, I don't know. I, this child, I feel like it's not the first ER visit we've had with her. It will not be the last. Um, <laughs> and she's just fine. She's going to make it. So. Wow. That's great. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's not just, not just her and your family that is, uh, going through it. I know. Speaking of injuries. Yeah. How, how are you doing? My body is injured. <laughs> not well, Austin. I'm not, <laughs> my friend texts me. She's like, how are you doing physically and mentally? I'm like, I feel unwell in both areas to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I know we were chatting a little bit beforehand. Like, do we disclose? I tested positive <laughs> for COVID. Um, it's this weird taboo thing nowadays. I, it's I was so weird. <laughs> saying uh, Tara downstairs, she asked if you were coming in today, and I said no. I think she has COVID. And then as soon as it came out of my mouth, I'm like, was that? Should I not have said that? Like, is that is that a secret thing? Is well, that something you're not supposed to share about people? And I really, exactly. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> I don't know either. And I actually felt really conflicted because I had to. I had you know kids over this week. I had friends over this week, and. I, you know, told them when I tested positive, like, hey, just a heads up. And my one friend was like, I wish you hadn't tested and I wish you hadn't told me. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't know. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, I just feel like, and another friend was like, you know, it's like, it's a cold that we have a test for. Um, And so, and the thing is, it's like, everybody's like, oh yeah, it's just a little head cold. It's no, it's not, it's fine. I'm like, not to my body. My body is like, this is an absolute enemy and I need to fight it with everything I've got. So it it definitely knocked me down this weekend. And um, like I was saying before we started recording, I was like, this is the first time I'm having a conversation over a few minutes with anybody in like 48 hours. That's not via text. So um, yeah, I don't know what to do. I'm like, I, I feel like it's 2023 COVID. It's not 2020 COVID. And maybe that's a different thing. But I yeah. also know like a lot of people in my friend circle <clears throat> have it. Um, some people are like, you can just be, as soon as you're symptom free, <clears throat> you come back to reality. I don't even know what, what's the protocol now. Like, I don't even know what we are supposed to do. Like, do I just stay home until I sound like myself? I don't know. Yeah, I, it's, it's this weird uh, season where it's like, it's, it's definitely resurging. Like I know a lot of people who have tested positive for COVID lately yeah. and it's like, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's weird that like, there's, if, if you have the flu or if you have a cold, like that's not something you really get a test for, <laughs> but if right. you have COVID, it, it is. And exactly. it's, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know yeah. how to navigate it. I don't know. Like if uh, Brian had a coworker that tested positive, um, last Thursday and then, yeah. So Brian took a test and he wanted to make sure he was good because we were about right. to see a bunch of people this weekend. So yeah, it's, it's, it's still, we're three years later and we're still like having it's these same so, conversations. It's crazy. I know. And it's like, I feel like it's a little bit of like this, like, like I was joking, like wearing this scarlet C on my chest, yeah. but like, I kind of feel like that. Like, I feel like, I don't know. I know it's normal and a lot of people have it, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't like that there is this, I don't know, this taboo and, and, and to test or not to test, to tell, to not to tell, like. Yeah, I, 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 that is like actually really stressful. And then it makes me anxious. Like I was telling you about just big groups again, because after how my body reacted, I thought maybe another time that I got it, I would be less severe reaction because I've had it before. And, um, not so not not the case. My body was just as disturbed this time as it was the first time. So crazy. Well, I'm on the mend. I hope you feel better as soon as possible. Thank you. Thank you. 
let's let's dive into your weekend first because it sounds okay. like it might it must have been a, a pretty eventful I, with your I mean, COVID. I felt like I mm. woke up on Saturday and I was like, I wonder if this is how Austin fell after the Iron Man. <laughs> My body is so wrecked right now. Yeah, I wonder if this is comparable. No, everything's going to be compared to your um, to your recoveries. Okay, so. Friday, I honestly thought before I tested positive, because I, I had taken another test, was also negative. I honestly thought I just had a head cold and I was being a bit of a baby. So I was trying to push through all my plans and commitments. And on Friday, I hosted a Golden Bachelor viewing party, which... Golden Bachelor, what does that have mean? Have you heard of this? I've heard of The Bachelor. Okay, so there's a new season out and The Golden Bachelor is in his 70s. He's 72, his name's Gary. He has okay. hearing aids and he's looking for love. Austin. It is the most heartwarming show I've ever experienced. Um, and basically all of my friends, we grew up like watch, not grew up, but in our like adulthood have watched seasons of the bachelor and haven't really been into it recently and decided the golden bachelor deserves like viewing parties. Like it's yeah. such a sweet thing. Okay. So the golden bachelor, so are all the contestants also in their seventies or how, how does that work? Yes. So they're all 60 and above. Um, okay. It's, oh, wow. I know it's, it's adorable. And I feel like, um, so here's, what's interesting. I don't know. Have you ever watched bachelor seasons bachelorette before? Uh, never like consistently. I've dropped in on okay. episodes with friends, but yeah. Okay. So the whole concept, you know, there's one, there's one bachelor bachelorette and then there's like 20 contestants who are, you know, all there to date him. Yeah. Um, which I think is just a hilarious concept. Like, oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how anybody actually develops a relationship, but some people have met and are still together from that. Um, anyways, all that to say, uh, these ladies, I mean, it's just, it's so heartwarming. Like, I feel like I just was smiling the whole time watching these people. Um, and the, basically what the producers have said, it was only an hour long episode. And usually in the bachelor bachelorette series, um, there's just, a, they, they really hone in on all the drama amongst all the contestants. Yeah. And they're like, they're not really going to do that with this season. They're really going to focus on like the connection that people are making. Um, and so it, it's, I think it's going to be such a sweet, um, show. But the other thing that is amazing is these ladies in their sixties and seventies, I mean, absolute rock stars looking phenomenal. And here I am getting like in bed at 2 p.m. because I'm sick thinking <laughs> I need to take care of my health. <laughs> like, I need to do something because if I want to be anything like them in the next 20, 30 years, yeah. I need to step up my game. Yeah. Um, I mean, amazing. 60 is the new 40. Yeah, that's what I've, that's, yeah, that's that. No, that, that actually has been something though, like going on in my brain. I don't know if you do this, but I start like, when I'm sick, my head is like, okay, when you are able, we're going to start eating better. We're going to start exercise. Like you just, you almost, yeah. because you feel like I took for granted what it's like to have a healthy body. And yeah. now that I'm not, I'm going to do everything possible to, you know, not be back here again. Yeah, I, I always say that, that when I am healthy, I'm not going to take it for granted. And then like two two days later, I just, just the norm again. But I mean, isn't that <laughs> yeah. life? I feel like yeah. I do that all the time. Like I'm like yeah. with Chad, I'm like, I'm never going to, how could I ever be mad at this guy? And then, you know, two, two days later, I'm like, I can't <laughs> stand second, you. No. Two seconds later. Chad will say he has not been sick since 2019. 
Oh he my gosh. Has this, he has this stat. He, cause he got sick before COVID became a thing. He was super, super sick. And we're pretty sure that's what it was. I mean, everybody's like, yeah, I was, I was really sick right before. Yeah. I'm, I really genuinely believe he had it pretty badly. And then, um, since then has not been sick. He, he swears on his whole athletic greens that he takes. Okay. You've, you've, you've partaked in that as well. Um, yeah. he swears that has kept his immunity on par this whole time. Wow. Okay. Well, that's I good. Know. I, should, know. I should bring it back, the athletic greens. Yeah. So um, back to the, the dating shows. I feel like, I, w- yes. I wonder how many successful relationships have actually come out of those dating shows. Well, there's I, so many. Well, there's so many. And actually, this is something I wanted to talk to you about today because that's what I did this weekend. I watched like Bachelor in Paradise, which is yeah. like, have you heard of that one where all the yeah. Bachelor contestants who didn't make it go to this island? I also am a big fan of Love Island. And have caught up on that season. I just, I did a lot of reality TV binging this weekend. Yeah. So that's a lot of my content for you today. <laughs> that is so funny. When, when I was a kid, I, I have a distinct memory of hiding that I was watching these shows. So like my parents wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't be home from work yet. I'd get home before yeah. them or whatever. And I would like sneak watching these shows. I would watch the, um, like Kid Rock had a dating show. Yes. There's yep. Flava Flav had like the Flavor of yes. Love show. Oh my gosh. Um, Tila Tequila had a show. Yep. Like, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. there are all these like the Next Bus. There's all these different shows that uh, I love on, like, M- MTV and MTV. VH1 and you stuff. You were on MTV, yes. Yeah, I love this so much. I definitely would not have been allowed to watch these, but I would always. I remember sneaking watching these shows, and yeah. they were they were raunchy for sure. Um, oh yeah, especially those ones. Yeah, my my current favorite is Love Is Blind. Have you yeah. watched any of those series? Yeah, I uh so the last season was like Seattle based. Seattle people, so, right. Yeah. So one of the one of the weddings, my friend was actually at the wedding, my friend Mike. Um, <gasps> Whose wedding? Uh the one I'm totally spacing on the names right now. The um the guy with the Plumbing. curly hair. No. Paul, Paul, Paul and Micah? Yeah. Yes. <gasps> so so my friend Michael Michael is friends with Paul, so he was at their wedding. Okay. Um, and then yeah, I've seen Quabi a few times, like around Seattle. Um, oh, and, okay. And then my one of my other friends dated one of the <laughs> girls, so I don't know if I should share <laughs> who okay. that one is. But yeah, sure. Um, We're like, who knows? Yeah, I definitely was invested in that specific season because it was like Seattle people, local. Yeah, yeah. I just, I absolutely love the concept. I yeah. think it is so clever to talk to somebody like without seeing them and just, I mean, I do think, I I think their physical attraction is important. So I, I think it's such a fascinating show, but I, I just love that they start the relationship just on conversation and that type of connection. Okay. So Friday and then Friday night. So Chad went on a, on a golf trip. So here, here's the thing. This man has come in like a freaking superhero the last couple of days and taking care of me, taking on all the tasks of running our house and taking care of the kids. Um, he also did get to go on a golf trip this weekend, which wow. well-deserved. He has worked so, so hard lately. Um, so he was gone Thursday, Friday, came back Saturday night. Okay. And so Friday, I knew he was going to be gone. So I'm like, girls, daddy's gone. Let's have a girls night. Everybody grab a friend. We're going to do a sleepover party. Um, so I hosted a couple kids on Friday night at which I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Hopefully everybody's healthy and well today. Um, and I could just tell physically, I was like, I'm going down fast. Like Friday night, I was like, you kids like get yourselves to bed. I'm heading to my room. 
Um, and then I woke up Saturday and I just felt like I had been hit by a bus. It was awful. Yeah. Um, so the rest of Saturday and Sunday for me looked like binging all the reality dating shows <laughs> I could find. Um, but and, and yeah. what are your daughters doing? Are your daughters watching with you or are they? No, no, themselves? I stayed in my room. So the girls each like some, you know, one had a, had a, a birthday party. Um, I think I'm trying to remember, maybe Allie didn't do anything. Bless her heart. She's like stuck inside with me. Um, everybody just did their own. I mean, that's the nice thing about the age of my kids. They yeah. can like be self-sufficient. Um, they, I mean, I would, you know, direct them in, in how to make food or do something or order food for them, but, um, they're pretty self-sufficient so they can play, they can watch shows, they can go outside and, you know, go swimming or do something, um, yeah. while I'm keeping my distance from them. So it's the worst um, thing really, when you feel, it's the worst thing you feel so horrible. And then you also have mm -hmm. to like take care of other people oh. or you have oh, the obligations I or commitments, not the kids are obligations, but, um, I mean, they are, know, they are, they are. Sure. Yeah. yeah let's, That's let's be honest. <laughs> No, I, I was very fortunate in that like majority of Saturday, uh, they kind of fended for themselves. And then Saturday evening, Chad got home. So he was able to kind of pick up, pick up the slack and get them dinner and, and all that stuff. So nice. um, it was helpful. And then, yeah, yesterday I was supposed to do an open house. Chad, again, superhero that he was, went out to Enumclaw where our listing is and hosted the open house for me. Oh, um, wow. and I, yeah. And, um, by yesterday evening, I was feeling a bit better, but I can still tell, I feel like I'm like, if I could like put a percentage to it, I feel like I'm at like 85, 90%. Okay. I'm just like, there's still a bit of me that like, after I did a load of laundry, I'm like, oof, I could use a nap, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's like the little tasks. I went for a walk yesterday and I'm like, that's good. That's good for me. Um, yeah. <laughs> so slowly, but surely, mm. but, um, how about you? How was your weekend? It was a little different. Yeah. A little different than yours. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Um, it was great. Yeah. It was, it was a weekend with like every <clears throat> type of thing that I enjoy. Like it was time with friends. It was, you know, a physically challenging thing. It was, yep. um, relaxing. There was, I had a productive afternoon yesterday. So it was like a really good overall balanced weekend. So I love it. Um, yeah, I went to Leavenworth for the weekend. We got an Airbnb over there. Um, so, so we fun. went over, went over on Friday. Um, it was on the river and I'll just start by saying, I love, love, love being on the water, like being on a river or a lake or whatever. Like that is my happy place. Okay. I feel like I have this weird, like gravitational pull towards the water. Like I just mm. want to be near water wherever I'm at. Yeah. Um, so being able to look out over the river was amazing. Um, so basically we did, we had a, a big group of us in Leavenworth. I think we had like 25 of us there. Um, oh, nice. and we had, we had one Airbnb that everybody else was in. And then I was like a late joiner. So I got a separate Airbnb. Um, so it was just Brian, Stevie and I, and then our friends, Bernardo and Nika and their dog, Kiwi. So, oh, um, oh my gosh, Kiwi. That's yeah, adorable. Isn't that a cute name? Yeah. Um, so yeah, the Stevie had a friend to play with for the weekend, which was great. Um, yep. the, the dichotomy between our Airbnb and the other Airbnb, Airbnb was pretty funny because ours is very chill, laid back. Yeah. clean the other Airbnb yeah. had like all 20 of them in <laughs> it and house. it was this giant house um it was actually funny it was like a beautiful house from the outside and it was nice yeah. on the inside but you walk in and it's literally like plywood floors oh. um all throughout and so they definitely designed it to be like a party house like that's okay 
that was like, how we it was know done. we know yeah. who's coming here <laughs> there's a, a giant room with like you know 12 bunk beds kind of thing hilarious um, so yeah that was the party house and we had the the chill house <laughs> nice um but yeah so friday night we met up with the group we got we did like a little pasta dinner at their house and then saturday morning a group of us uh ran a half marathon Okay. Um, so that was my last big physical challenge of September. Okay. Which yeah. Which is great. Great to get that done. Yeah. Half marathon went well. I, I went into it like everybody was asking me like, what's your goal? Like, are you trying to beat, you know, your time? And I was like, sure. I just want to f- finish it at this point. Like I, <laughs> that, that is my I goal. That. I did, um, I could do CrossFit on Wednesday and it was my first day back in like an actual gym in like six months wow. <laughs> after Ironman training. Okay. And my legs were super, super sore. Oh, interesting. For, on, in the morning on, on Saturday. Yeah. Um, so I was just like, I just want to get through this. Um, but the day of, I was actually feeling pretty good and I ended up getting a PR. So I, okay. I, beat, I beat my previous record by like two and a half minutes or something that, um, and that was a record I set in 2013. So 2013 is Whoa. when I ran my first half marathon, like 10 okay. years ago, um, August of 2013. And then I have, I've never been able to beat that time. So I finally this weekend beat my, my half marathon PR, which is wow. a great feeling. That's awesome. I love that you always set the goal of, I just want to finish. Yeah. I just want to, I want to get through it. I think that's great. And then you yeah. always end up accomplishing your second goal as well. <laughs> And honestly, I didn't even, I did not even go into it wanting to hit a PR. I just like, just, but I halfway through, I was like, wow, I'm actually feeling pretty good. I'm going at a good pace. So then I kind of picked it up a notch and I was like, okay, I have the ability to do it. So I might as well like actually, you know, try to do it. So yeah, I I think I finished in like the top 7% or something, which is like crazy. Um, My friend, Brandon, he won the half marathon. He got first place. Okay, Brandon. Isn't that crazy? That's amazing. Out of how many people? Out of like, I think there were like 700 people or something. Holy cow. He's yeah. famous. He is crazy. He's, that's the second half marathon he's won. He ran another, another one in like Arizona or something that he won. He's a professional. Um, this is what he does. Yeah. He, so he's the friend <laughs> that we went to Boston to support him uh, oh, cool. earlier this year for the Boston Marathon. Yeah. Um, this one, he was trying to qualify for the New York Marathon, which okay. I think is, is harder to qualify for than the Boston Marathon. When you um, get first place, that's got to actually count. That's got to get you in the door. You would think, right? <laughs> so he, when he finished it, because he had the time on his watch or whatever, and when yeah. he finished it, he thought that he was 10 seconds too slow to <gasps> qualify for the, for the New York Marathon. I'm sorry. Which, when I heard that, because I, I finished like 20 minutes after him, and when I heard that, he told me, I'm like, you won? this half marathon and you still didn't qualify. That is absolutely insane. Um, but turned out he ended up beating the qualifying time by one second. Oh, what does it require to, to make this New York marathon? Like this sounds impossible. Yeah. So the qualifying time he had, he had to beat one hour and 21 minutes for a half marathon, which is like a six minute, 10 second mile. Okay. I think I don't, that, that could be a little bit off, but I'm pretty sure it's like around Listen, just over six minutes a mile. I, <laughs> Crazy. I walk a mile in about half an hour with Sheila. So <laughs> when it's like anything less, I'm like, amazing. That's phenomenal. Yeah. So he, he literally <laughs> won it. Um, I had three other friends that ran it. Two of them were like in the first, like 30 people to finish it. Also both very fast. Okay. Um, and then my other friend, Alec, it was his first one. He finished it. So it was a great, Great day for everybody. You didn't break any rules this time. No rules that broken this time, <laughs> I don't think. 
thankfully, yes, I was able to listen to music on this one. Nice. Um, okay. So, yeah, so that was Saturday morning, and then we all went back to our Airbnbs, um, like sat in the hot tub, showered, took a little power nap, and then nice. went to back to Leavenworth. Our, our Airbnb was like 30 minutes from actual Leavenworth, so we were driving oh, back okay. quite a bit. Um, we went back in Leavenworth and all put on our lederhosen, and, <sighs> uh, <laughs> which was fun. It was um, phenomenal. I yeah. absolutely loved the pictures you shared. Uh, yeah. Classic. Mm-hmm. It was fun too. Like everybody got into it. I don't know if it's like an age thing, but we're, we're all like in our late twenties and all kind of just like, just, just going with it. I don't know. Just everybody's just it. having fun, like being themselves, like not worrying about what other people are thinking. Just like, I don't know. It, the whole, the whole dress up thing was super fun. I was cracking up at your video. You posted one of you guys dancing yeah. in your, is it Lederhosen? How do you say it? Um, I I think it was a Literhausen. Yeah, that's how you say it. Um, And I was just cracking up because it was like, you know, the the complete opposite of like people going out in the clubs and like, like, it just was like such a different environment. And I was joking, like, is this what the kids are up to these days? But at the same time, I, from like my like early 20s to my early 30s, we would have these parties where it was all theme based, everybody dressed up. And it was so much fun, like you were saying, when everybody got into it. Like we did, yeah. you know, like celebrity um, celebrity dress-ups. We did Disney dress-ups. We did, like every party we had for somebody, birthday party or whatever, it was a themed thing. And you came in yeah. costume or you didn't come at all. And so I just, I feel like that is actually so relatable. And I wish people still did more of that because that's the best. I think we should bring it back. I think any parties going forward should have some sort of theme, whether, you know, we're doing a, we're having a housewarming party this Saturday. We should, should we make it themed? Should we theme it somehow? All right. So that was, yeah, that was the weekend we spent. um, Friday night was the dinner. Saturday night, Saturday was the half marathon and the Oktoberfest stuff. And then Sunday uh, we kind of packed up in the morning, came back home, kind of just like a, get stuff done catch up day we went to costco we um, unloaded everything we ended up finally going through our like second bedroom office room which has kind of just been like a catch-all for all of our miscellaneous stuff we finally got everything organized um and yeah i've just kind of got ready for the week which is a great way to spend the sunday nice okay so question for you yes have you picked an october challenge I'm so glad you asked. Yeah, actually. <laughs> so yeah, I just want to have say- you, I'm Have so- you announced it? Do you want to wait? No, this will be actually, you know what? I'll just use this as an opportunity to announce it. I'll just use this this I'm podcast so clip will be my announcement. So um, I'll for start out by saying I'm very glad September's over. Um, September was Because you can a, drink now. I, <laughs> that's it. Yep, that's the only reason. <laughs> You're ready to get just trashed. <laughs> yeah. No, but September was honestly probably one of the craziest months of my life between- um, moving, you know, finishing the remodel yeah. on my house, the half Ironman, the Tough Mudder, the half marathon, bunch of stuff going on with work. Um, yep. just felt like a nonstop roller coaster of a month that, yeah. um, I'm very happy with how everything went and I'm happy with my house and I'm happy with all my races and stuff, but I'm just, yeah, I'm happy to be through it. So yeah. my, my October challenge is not physically related at all. Okay. Um, it's something that I've actually been thinking about for a little bit and that's, it's related to my phone and my screen time. So I found myself yeah. over the last few months, just like habitually constantly checking my phone. And I think this is something that a lot of people probably struggle with, but 
it's gotten to the point that pretty much any time I have the opportunity to, I'm checking my phone, whether I'm at yeah. a stoplight, whether I'm going to the bathroom, whether I'm, yeah. you know, even on a walk with Stevie, I'll just be on my phone the whole time rather than enjoying nature and enjoying my surroundings. Um, so I've definitely, sure. it's become uh, a little bit obsessive and it's like, I need to, I need to cut back on my phone time. So um, I don't have like a specific goal necessarily related to screen time, but okay. really my October challenge is to be uh, just to kind of intentionally limit my screen time and spend less time looking at my phone and more time looking at my surroundings and just being present where I'm at. So yeah, that's basically I my challenge for October. Okay. I feel like I could get on this one with you. Um, last month I did the, I only drank on the weekends. Yeah. <laughs> so I was, I was sober every weekday, which was new for me. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, no, I agree. And I found myself at, you know, I've been sick this weekend and I was trying to like read a book and I would read a few pages and then I would look at my phone. I'm like, what am I, yeah. I wouldn't, I, and it was almost like I would catch myself like, wait, what am I doing? I was reading a book and now all of a sudden I'm scrolling. It was so, it was actually a, a little alarming. Um, yep. so, and I hate when you get those weekly notifications, it's like your screen time has gone up or your, yeah. you know, those notifications. I hate that. Um, so, okay. I'm going to take this and think on it. Yeah. I really, I like it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be, yeah. So I'll be watching my screen time more closely. Like I'll be like trying to track a little bit better. Okay. Um, also just trying to like create little habits or hacks to limit my screen time. So like putting yeah. my phone, you know, if I'm like last night, for example, is October 1st. I'm like, all right, I'm going to start this month off. You know, I'm going to start the challenge off. Right. So around 7:30 PM last night, I finished my, all my stuff on my phone. I finished the couple work things I needed to do. And pretty much from 7:30 until I went to bed at 9:30, um, I wasn't looking at my phone. I was just okay. plugged into my plugged in my room. I was watching the television, so I was looking at a different screen, but yeah. <laughs> still better than looking down at my Honestly, phone. Honestly, well, and I have such a bad habit of do, doing both. Like this, yeah. the screen is on in front of us, but we are scrolling. You know, it's yeah. like so. If you can do that. I commend you. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be keeping trying to figure out other ways throughout the month to intentionally limit my, my screen time. But yeah, just really trying to break the habit of every time I have the opportunity to just like pulling it out, pulling it out, pulling it out. Um, yeah. So, yeah. That's the challenge. I'm going to join you on this one. Actually. I really am. I, um, I need something. Something's got to change. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um last week you mentioned we were talking about like the change of weather and the change of season mm. and you mentioned you're gonna start implementing some I think you said life hacks to avoid <laughs> seasonal depression you're like and quote I'm like how dare you um calling me out like that yeah no no I I, I like you. that do you have specific life hacks in mind that you're gonna yeah you're gonna use well I mean I don't know if life hacks is the right is the right term but I think um I really think you, and you said it yourself about like walking every day and how yeah. even in the different weather, I definitely want to implement that as much as I can. Um, last year I started doing, um, vitamin D shots. It's like, um, an injection that people get. And I think that that helps. I've heard there's like the happy lamps people can purchase. I haven't okay. bought one yet, but I was considering that. Um, yeah, I just, I know myself and I know that going into this fall, winter where, you know, I'm still helping a few clients here and there with real estate, but 
I'm not nearly as busy as I was as the managing broker at Theory. So yeah. I know with less on my calendar, the tendency to just kind of um, seclude myself and hibernate creates really unhealthy habits. I'll be binging every reality show ever made <laughs> if, I, if I let myself. So, um, so I think that is, that's my biggest concern is avoiding those pitfalls that I have a tendency to go into. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't know, aside from like walking and putting in, you know, um, that sounds funny. I was going to say putting in substances. That sounds like, um, but I was, I was thinking more of like herbal, like, um, by the vitamin D or, or my friend gave me a, um, uh, recommendation for this wellness formula. That's like an echinacea pill for just avoiding colds in the future. Um, cool. but just trying to be a little bit more mindful of that. Um, and then I think the other part for me is knowing the things that do energize me. And that yeah. is often connecting with somebody and, um, and being really intentional. So I've, I've had this revelation recently where I have been walking with a friend. Um, she won't mind if I tell her, her name's Tiffany. And we've been walking really consistently. And what's really nice is the amount of time we've actually been able to spend together has made our conversations so easy. I, I was a little bit worried because we said to each other, maybe we could walk twice a week in, when school gets started. And I was thinking, I'm not going to have enough to say to this girl. I'm going to run out of conversation topics and it's going to get awkward and I'm nervous. And what's happened is because we've met so frequently, it's actually become so natural. Like now I know, every, I'm like, so how was that dinner you made last night? Like, it's like, I know all the ins and outs of her life. Um, yeah. And so I'm realizing those, those types of connections are really, really important. It's funny you say that about Tiffany, because I, I felt kind of the same way going into this podcast. Like I was hoping we'd have enough stuff to talk about, but the first right. few episodes, I'm like, you know, these first few, we're going to have a lot of things. We're going to talk about why we're starting a podcast. We're going to have all yeah. these different topics to discuss. But I'm like, eventually, yeah. what if we run out of con content and <laughs> run out of topics? But we're here on episode eight, and I feel like we could talk for hours and hours and hours. So I think- 100%. Certain people, I think you can just kind of have that chemistry with and kind of just jive off yeah. of. And like you're saying, you know, if the, the frequency can actually, you know, result in having more things to talk about. And what's kind of fun is I feel like you and I have had a few weekends where it's like, we've done, we've also been together, you know, like last week yeah. we went to UW next weekend, I'm coming to your house warming. So I feel like it's kind of fun too. you and we can connect and, and still, you know, go off of more than just a, you know, how was your, how was your weekend? Totally. Um, so all that to say, th those are kind of my goals is to make sure I'm being intentional about connecting with people consistently, um, getting some walks in and, um, you know, limiting, I think limiting my screen time is actually going to be a huge benefit as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Brian and I were talking about last, that last night. We've definitely fallen into a rhythm of every night, you know, watching a show on the couch and yeah. it's it's great. I love it. It's one of my favorite times of the day, but at the same time, we're trying to figure out some other things we can do in the evening other than watching a show. So yeah. we have like a, an outdoor fire pit at our house. We want to start using oh, eating, eating dinner yeah. outside, even if it's cold, just put a jacket on yeah. um, or playing, you know, games at night or reading on the couch rather than watching TV. So trying to like, you know, still watch TV sometimes, but not have it be yeah. like our every single night routine. Awesome. Well, this cool. episode has not been uh, without its technical <laughs> not difficulties. As smoothest, yeah. Yes, I'm really hoping that um, I'm actually able to edit this together without. We we've had a lot of little interruptions with uh, with the internet, so hopefully, well, it, hopefully it's smooth. 
hopefully it's smooth. And what I do want to say, because it's funny, I've talked to a few different people after, you know, we've been doing this for a few weeks now, almost two months. And everybody is like, so how much are you guys practicing? How much do you edit? And I think what I've been, like, people have been surprised. Like, we don't, we don't plan that. Like, we are literally kind of responding to each other off the seat of our pants. Like, you don't know what I'm going to tell you and vice versa. And the fact that that is kind of what we're going off of, and even if it's, this is not the most smooth recording we've ever had, I think it, it suits us. It keeps us, you know, it keeps on, on trend with how we've been, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah I love it. <laughs> Just raw, you know. I just raw. I am gonna this is I am gonna edit this one. Most yeah. episodes I actually don't even edit that much right. because it's just it's just a flowing conversation. We're that if, good. Yeah, if we have some ums and likes and pauses, like who cares? That's just our natural conversation. This yeah. one I'm gonna go through and edit because there's been <laughs> probably <laughs> ten plus times that it's completely cut out. So that's ho- hopefully fair. that's fair. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this one will be like the right most edited. The most edited. Yes, <laughs> yes. Exhibit A. Um, cool. Well, thanks, Jamie. It's always okay, a pleasure. Austin. Hope you feel better. Thank you. Thanks for dealing with my husky voice today. No, it's great. I love my, I love my sick voice. Actually. That's my, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I always had my deep sick voice. That's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> well, All right. See you soon. See you soon. Sounds good. Feel better. Okay. Bye. bye.